Well, hey there. I am so glad that you've joined us on the Ditching Perfection podcast, a podcast that will help you pursue wholeness in Jesus rather than trying to have it all together. I'm your host, Carly Bartlett, and in this new series, together we'll embark on a journey to find the transformative truths hidden within the inquiries posed by Jesus himself. Along the way, I believe that we will discover answers through Jesus's questions. Welcome to Jesus Q&A. The questions from Jesus today come from Matthew 6, 27 through 34. And this passage of scripture is directly on the heels of what we talked about in the previous episode. We camped on the question of where we find our value in the previous episode. But in this same section of the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus asks us questions about worry. So I didn't want to skip over this. I wanted to talk about this because it's important to me. And I would imagine it's probably important to you. So let's read Matthew 6, 27 through 34 in the NIV. Can any one of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow? They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and then tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Jesus's questions hit me hard. Okay, I'm just being honest. They hit me hard because I am a worrier. (laughs) I mean, I can easily start thinking about the worst case scenario in less than two seconds. And I'll tell you, from conversations with many of you, I know that anxiety and worry are problems that many of us face. According to the National Institute of Health, 31.1% of Americans will experience some sort of anxiety disorder at some point in their lives. So if you experience anxiety like I do, first of all, just know that you're not alone. But then also, we it's helpful to know we're not alone, but we also want to know, okay, but what do we do about it? And what do Jesus's questions in this passage have to say about doing something and dealing with worry? Well, as I read through Jesus's questions, here are some pieces of encouragement that resonated with me in my journey, and I believe that they will resonate with you too and encourage you today. So first, Jesus asks, can worrying add a single hour to your life? When Jesus asks if worry can add a single hour to my life, I realize that oftentimes my worry is actually an attempt to add hours to my life. Worry is often perpetuated by my own desire for self-preservation. I want to be safe. I want to be in control. I want to do things with excellence. I want to think of all of the things that could possibly happen and be prepared. All because I want to be okay. I want to be good. And I want to be secure. 
And I want to flourish like so desperately that my worry actually robs me of my peace, my joy, my whimsy, and my hope. And instead of being present and actually savoring moments, I'm oftentimes either living in the past, overanalyzing what has been, or I'm living in the future trying to predict what could be. So when I hear Jesus's question, I hear him saying it with such tenderness. He says, can worrying add a single hour to your life? Jesus loves us so much. He doesn't want our peace and joy to be robbed by worry. But instead of pushing down our worry, like we're often tempted to do, Jesus invites us to acknowledge it. As many of you know, I am a huge fan and proponent of counseling, and I have benefited from counseling for many years in my life. And my counselor, usually in my sessions, has me sit in the emotion that I'm feeling. And actually, if I can't name it, if I'm talking about a scenario and telling all these, you know, spewing all these things about what's going on, she actually like will reflect it back to me. She'll say, well, Carly, you're feeling worried. Or Carly, you're feeling afraid. And she'll like help me recognize the emotion. And if I try to move on too fast, she brings me back and makes and like not makes me, but like invites me to sit in the emotion. Because I can't live in wholeness if I'm trying to suppress things that are actually heavy in my life. So dwelling with the emotion, I just, she invites me to talk about it, to unpack it. And then as I'm doing that, my therapist says, I'm right here with you. I'm right here with you as you feel that. And I'll tell you what, emotions feel scary when we're alone, don't they? But when we share with one another and with Jesus, we realize that even if our circumstances are scary and challenging and painful, thankfully we aren't going through them alone. And Jesus says to us, I'm right here with you as you feel that. And this connects me to one more Incredible tactic that my therapist taught me, the 20-second hug. (laughs) When we hug someone close to us for 20 seconds, it actually calms us down and tells our bodies that we're safe. I just think it's so cool. I mean, there are many days where I'm feeling worried and anxious and I go to Mike and I just say, 20-second hug, (laughs) and we just hug. And 20 seconds feels like a long time, but it's enough to finally tell ourselves we are okay. And I think all of this connects to verse 32, when Jesus acknowledges that our Heavenly Father knows our needs. Sometimes I think our worry tells us that we're all alone, that we have to figure it out all by ourselves, that we have to fight to survive and thrive. But God knows. God knows our needs. See, God isn't this far off God, like sitting in heaven with like several clipboards (laughs) trying to keep track of everybody. He's not twiddling his thumbs or, you know, dreaming or thinking about other things. Like God is so clued in to what's going on. And he's not overwhelmed by what overwhelms us. And he's also not distant. God is near. And God is with us. And we see the withness of God in Jesus. 
And in my weekly email this Friday, I will be rounding out this conversation, focusing on verse 33 and how it invites us to a healthy practice when we're worried. And so if you'd like to receive my weekly devotions to your inbox, you can sign up at carlycommunicates.com slash resources. I'd love to have you join the conversations we're having there. But for now, let's just sit with these questions and ask Jesus to help us discover answers through them. First of all, ask yourself this, what is causing me worry today? Name it. Don't try to suppress it. Identify it. And then second, how does that worry shift when I realize that God cares more about my concern and my well-being than I do? How does my worry shift? Let's pray. God, worry is downright awful. I hate being consumed with worry. And yet it ends up being a pattern in my life and it is exhausting. And sometimes, yeah, I get afraid. And so, God, I pray today for myself and my friends that we would understand your nearness and your witness, and that you care so much more about us than we care about us. And instead of, um, instead of us defaulting to these cycles and cycles of overanalyzing and worry and trying to add hours to our lives, God, would you help us find freedom from those things? Would you help us be able to sink into peace? And would you help us as we also read today to seek first your kingdom? And then may we trust that as you give us the grace to seek your kingdom first, that all these things that we're carrying, all these things that we're worried about, all these things will be added to us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks so much for joining me for this episode of Jesus Q&A. If this podcast resonates with you and you want to continue the journey of pursuing wholeness in Jesus, I invite you to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform. That way you won't miss a single episode. I'd also love for you to share this podcast with your friends, family, and anyone else who may find hope from diving into the depths of Jesus's questions. I believe that the conversations we're having here matter, and we would love to have others join our community in our little corner of the internet. Well, friends, I look forward to diving into more Jesus Q&A with you next time. And in the meantime, if you want to connect on Instagram, you can find me at Carly Communicates. Talk to you soon.